Yeah. And we're live. Welcome, everybody. Bitcoin in bed. Your favorite ex-truck driver in the whole wide world. Live in Vegas. And I think I, I think I just saw a very good-looking Asian guy walk in. I don't know. Maybe somebody we know. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining the show. I uh, Is that John Kim? Look at that good-looking mother plucker. Yeah. Hey, my boy, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, welcome to the show. And welcome to Vegas. And we got a great crowd here at the GOAT, G-O-A-T, sports bar here in Vegas. And I'm in my little corner, so I get good sound. How is the sound? Uh, Jim Flanagan, let me know how the sound is. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It's it, it's my pleasure to actually be here in Vegas. It's, it's actually kind of a mission more than it is a tour. I've, I've realized that since the event in uh, in California. We had a huge crowd out in California and it was just, it was moving and it was encouraging and if you, you know a crypto person because it, they may enjoy the money but they're more for the movement than they are the money. They want the freedom. They want the uh, the the energy, the positive energy moves towards freedom. And I think we're all really wrapping our heads around the way we are enslaved and the system we live in. I think we're all starting to realize that the job we have is actually part of the system that enslaves us. That we've got all these regulations and rules and laws and, and they aren't really protecting anybody more than they're really protecting the system. That's why you'll never have a lawyer that really wants to bring the system down because they're part of it. That's, that's why there is no such thing as an honest judge because a judge is just another piece in that system that holds up these criminal laws that infringe on our rights. The progressive movement has, has led to an environment where you need a license to do anything. Now, if it was truly a licensing system, think about it. If you go and you get your your driver's license, or I won't even use you as an example. Let's say another person goes out and gets their driver's license. Soon as they have it, they leave there and they hit another car. Is the licensing issuing entity liable for that accident? No, the government just says, you know the minimum. You happen to be able to drive well enough for about a half hour where we say you're good. But as soon as you live there or leave there, there's no liability on them. So why, why do you need a license to drive? 
it isn't because they they want to verify that you know how to turn a key. It's all about the control. It's all about moving the money through the system. That's what inflation is. Inflation and regulation is meant to create a system where we are enslaved in labor, where taxation, where you make just enough that you can pay your rent. Maybe get a little bit of food, maybe have a car, but oh wait, oh wait, if you enter into our education system that we've created, we'll get you more money. But then when you start to actually go into a college, about 1% of what you're learning actually applies to what you're trying to have an actual career in. Everything else is horseshit. Everything else is just indoctrination. So you actually are well-rounded in their history, well-rounded in what they want you to believe. And they'll reward you with a piece of paper. Everything's an illusion. I have met some stupid people who have graduated from big universities. And they are dumb as fucking bricks. And I have met geniuses who dropped out of high school. A perfect example was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln never went to college, but he was a damn good lawyer. But also back then, law was based on natural rights and not this illusion of civil rights. Civil rights is, is a lie. Civil rights are rights granted to you from the government where they recognize you as a uh, as an african-american well you don't have enough rights son uh yeah i do i was born with them oh no no, no. we need to help you with your rights no that's all bullshit. they've they've actually convinced us that someone else's opinion should be legislated where and I'm not saying it's right nor wrong. I'm saying if you value freedom, you have to value other people's freedom to discriminate. That's not a bad word. Don't let anybody ever tell you that discrimination is a bad word. I like redheads. My wife is a stone cold redhead. They, exactly. I'm not so big on brunettes. I discriminate against brunettes. That's not a bad thing. That's my freedom. That's my choice. I don't like Pizza Hut pizza. Doesn't mean I hate Pizza Hut pizza. Doesn't mean I want them shut down. Doesn't mean I want every friggin' Pizza Hut pizza place to like go out of business. No, it's preference. It's, it's what you are happy and comfortable with. That's what freedom is. 
We've been lied into this illusion that if you don't agree with someone, that you should have the right to change their actions because you don't agree with them. Or the largest group, you know, doesn't agree with them. That's all a lie. Our country, the American idea, was actually built on live and let live, where you have the right to raise your children the way you see fit. You have the right of religion. You have the right of free speech. There isn't a government out there that has enough influence to protect your right of free speech. The key is that everyone in the society agree on it. It's like the Second Amendment. If you're at home and you do not practice the Second Amendment, and someone breaks in your house and you dial 911, you are not calling that officer. What you are calling is their gun. Please, officer, bring your gun to my house and protect me and my family. Right, we don't call 911 one in Missouri or Texas. Yeah, well, they're going to call a morgue because, and this is a funny story. When I was about 12 years old, uh, someone actually called up our house and threatened my dad that they were going to break in the house, rape my mom and all this stuff. My dad smiled and said, yes, we're going by. And of course, my mom's all flipping out. She's like, we got to call the police. So my mom actually called up the cops because she wanted to make a report. The officer showed up. The officer used to bowl with my dad. So the advice that the officer gave my dad was don't shoot him in the living room, damn it. This is nice carpet. <laughs> you bring him into the bathroom and shoot him in the bathtub. And then you call us and make sure there's only one story. You shoot them until they meet God. Then you give us a call, we'll swing by, we'll pick up the body, you hose out the bathtub, you're good to go. You're done. That's the America that we should live in. Because that system creates strong people. When you're re required to rely on yourself, you get stronger. America was never made for weak people. Weak people don't do well in a free society. And that's what leads to the centralization movement, the socialist, the communist, the progressives. Those are the weak people that gather together and try and outvote the strong people. Problem for them is there's still a lot of us strong people. And we don't need protection. We don't want protection. We want freedom. Because in a free system, Opportunities are everywhere. In a socialist system, opportunities are wherever they 
your free college. But we're going to need you to go to Ann Arbor, Alaska. Because is there an Ann Arbor, Alaska? Michigan. That's been, well, close enough for me. It's, and Hillary Clinton, that's what she told us last go around. You'll get free college. You just may have to work for five years in our system where we put you. That's not freedom. Let the free market and the wage, because if there's if there's a needed job in an area, the wage will rise until the labor that is needed actually feels that that wage is appropriate and it will fill that hole. That's natural balance. That's why you have a huge tree and you got this little tree that's leaning and going towards the sun. That little tree has to work harder to get to the sunlight. Everything revolves around natural balance. And that's why we are in cryptocurrency. Because natural balance requires a limited supply or a regulated in the code in because the code of the coin is the natural environment of the coin that natural environment is either up or down price-wise actually based on how how large the community is that's why the price of the bitcoin hit eleven thousand dollars this morning or last night it's odd how every time i do a show the price goes up no it's, it's, yeah 24 hour bitcoin bed it's it's the the idea that cryptocurrencies are going away is gone there's nobody even the people in the governments are now realizing that cryptocurrency and honesty is not being asked for anymore we're going around the government you know my favorite coin out there is litecoin always has been always will be there are other projects i like those are projects but as for cryptocurrency the number one coin I like is Litecoin. It isn't because of the logo. It's because of the code. The code works. And I'm going to bring a guy up here that may know a little bit about Litecoin. Come on down, brother. Come here. Yeah, hell yeah, you. You may or may not recognize him. Recently got a million people. Holy Jesus. Open your eyes, brother. Recently got a million views on, on uh, I think it was Twitter, wasn't it? No, 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 no. That, one, that video was hilarious, dude. I loved it. I loved it. If you haven't checked, oh, in introduce yourself john kim simple man with a simple plan uh litecoin evangelist at the litecoin foundation and um yeah i just i just do my thing and nobody can tell me what to do 
I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it. See, that you and I actually met years ago. I mean, what was it, like three years ago that you went on tour? Actually, Ben was the first person that put me on his show live. And that's that was my beginning uh, of people recognizing me. That you were the first person to ever like, because I, I literally went to his house. Let me tell you a cool story. I said, hey, I'm going to go to your house. And then uh, he said, come on down. And I, I came and I had my video, my phone video, and I was knocking on the door. And I thought he was going to be like this five foot eight dude, right? Like, I didn't know. And this big old white dude come look at me. He's like, looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing with the video in my house? Right? And I was like, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna edit everything. He's like, okay, come on, Ego. <laughs> no, you were great. Uh, you actually showed up with like flowers. You had that for my wife, which she really appreciated. There's, there's not too many people left, especially gentlemen, who actually show up with flowers or wine or something like that. You're, I've, I've always loved your energy. I've always loved your passion. I mean, you you literally sold everything, and you went on to you you were a successful entrepreneur. You had made a shitload of fiat, and you sold it all, and you said, "I I love this so much." that I'm going to go out and I'm going to spread the word. And you were on the road for like 60 days or something like that. Well, I'm technically still on the road. I don't have a home. So, well, I, I sold my house uh, and I, I had uh, I built 15 businesses in five years. I sold my house. I sold all my business and I left in my Litecoin truck. But um, at that time, I said this to uh, my my friends and, and family. I said, uh, I'm seeing a world where retail stores are, are going to be the worst idea. Like we have on our phone, we have more power on our phone right now than, than, than the NASA had when they launched the first space shuttle. So when I realized that I was like, I have this thing on my hand in my hand and I feel like I can, if I can do anything that I want with just the phone, which I did all my videos, everything was just done on my phone. I didn't have an extra camera and, uh, and then I, and this is what I said, and it kind of came true, right? I said, I have a, I have a company called the John Kim Crypto Company. Bitcoin is my CEO. Bitcoin doesn't get replaced. And then Litecoin was my top executives. They don't get replaced either. And then I had all these other coins, which they were contracted workers. They make me money every day, 24 hours a day. And if they don't cut it, I fire them and I replace them. So my company is built with Bitcoin on top which I never sell, and then Litecoin, and then a little bit of Ethereum, and then the rest of them are just anytime I can fire them and hire them back. And I had to, I, I had the vision of this 24-hour company that runs every day. They don't ask for time off. They don't get sick, right? So every little coin that I have, every little token that I have is basically an employee in my company that makes me money 24 hours a day. And if you don't make money for me, then I replace you with something else that's going to make you money. But even if I'm 100% market crashes like in March or something, I'm okay because my CEO and my executives hold my major profits, even though these go down. So I built the company on a pyramid scam scale where it's big. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Oh, we live? Yeah, we're live. Sorry, I'm an immigrant and sometimes I can't speak English. Uh, when I get pulled over, I tell them, I don't speak English. They, they let me go, and I say, thank you, sir. Yeah. God, I love you, brother. It's when, when you meet John, it's it, he's, he's at another level than anyone else I've ever met. He's had his highs, he's, he's had his lows, but he's always looking to advance Litecoin and Bitcoin and adoption 
and helping people. He's actually been at my house, like Queen Lisa's house. And good Lord, if you ever have a chance to have this man cook for you, jump on it. He's a professional chef, or was, and it's just amazing. It's, it's, these are the people like John, and it, if you do not follow him on Twitter, please follow him on Twitter. You will, you at least you'll be entertained because John puts out some pretty crazy things, but they always have a great point. They always have a great message of you know, positivity or or you know, push yourself. I mean, God, this guy's in great shape. I look like a ball of goo, you know, sitting next to him. And it's that energy that we need to share with each other. It's why I'm on tour. It's why all of you are here, because we value not only the uh, the future profit, we value the road getting there. I mean, is, is there anyone here that would rather actually be alive at any other point in history? Think about it. We're living through a revolution wrapped in a revolution wrapped in a Trojan horse that's moving towards the most corrupt kingdom ever created. And we're invading the evil kingdom. Whether you think of it as the, uh, the global progressive movement or the world banks, they're all based on lies. Everything that they create is an illusion. It's a lie. The <laughs> is bullshit. I mean, Ben, it's, it's this year, you guys know that in 2020, 22% of the total supply of US dollar was created in 2020. Ever since the beginning, the 22% of the total supply was printed this year. In one year. In one year. So this is what I said. In 2008, when we had the financial crisis with the, with the housing market, they, they printed $800 billion to keep it afloat. $7 trillion now. So just to put that into perspective, if you want to count to $1 trillion, one, one second at a time, it will take you over 32,000 years. So... So if they printed seven trillion dollars, logically, there's no printer in this world that can print that much money. So what are they doing? They're adding zeros on the computer. Yep. There's no way you can print seven trillions of dollars. It doesn't matter how powerful your printer is. There's no way because it takes thirty-two thousand years just to count to one uh, one trillion. The so seven trillion dollars. Now this is why I'm so freaking bullish that I made the best decision of my life when I left two thousand eighteen. Right now, you're looking at uh, not only hyper I mean, inflation, you're looking at hyperinflation. The reason you don't see it yet, those money hasn't hit the market yet. Once it hits the market, right, your, your, your price, um, what am I looking for? Your price power, what's, what's that called? Purchasing power. Yep. Your purchasing power is going to freaking go, go down so hard. Yeah. And that's why MicroStrategy just invested. I just was going to I swear to God I was going to say that. So um, Grayscale just invested $1.6 billion into Bitcoin and Litecoin and other cryptocurrencies this year. MicroStrategy, half a billion dollars. They took their reserve fiat asset and they bought Bitcoin with it because they said there's no way that this fiat is going to keep its value. So they bought Bitcoin. And the other day, Square, Cash App, CEO of Twitter, bought $50 million in Bitcoin as reserve. And we have another one. I can't talk about it, but it's going to trump. It's going to beat all those. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And it's, I, it's I wouldn't doubt it. It's, 
everybody's realizing what's going on. We've realized it years ago. The CEOs of these corporations. Now you have to you have to understand the structure of a corporation. These guys are legally obligated to their shareholders to make choices that are financially sound or they get sued. When you see these huge corporations that are like, oh, okay, we've looked out into the world. The very tippy top of the best thing we can do is buy up some freaking Bitcoin. <laughs> hey, Ben, Ben, real quick. This is another like news that people don't talk about. Before these guys announced their half a billion in buying in Bitcoin, you, they announced it after the purchase, which means they were purchasing this whole time and they announced it after the purchase is done. And they purchased it every 15 minutes to make sure the market yes. doesn't crash. But here's what's the beauty of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so highly liquid, half a billion dollars won't mess with the price. That is the strength and the freaking resilience of the Bitcoin network and its coin. Yeah, but also if you look at the flip side of that with Litecoin, Litecoin is actually according to the code and according to the history more structurally secure than even bitcoin what's the only coin that's never gone that's never gone down that's never failed Litecoin. exactly even the bitcoin early in the launch they had to relaunch yeah yep it was block number 100, 112 or something like that. Litecoin never failed. Not since the launch of the first block of Litecoin. It's never failed. And, and that's what people don't realize, right? Like a lot of people fall for marketing and stuff, but you have to understand like there's no blockchain out there, not even Bitcoin. Bitcoin had to start two blocks back. And Ethereum had a DAO tag and they had to reverse the chain. Litecoin is the only coin since 2011 had zero downtime and 100% uptime. It has never, it's been flawless. Now, you guys know what the hell does that mean? You know, every year, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bank, Chase, they all go down and they come back up. It's an unbelievable feat that a network has never been down since 2011. And that's where I put my money in. Because I truly believe these instant gratification culture has lost their minds because I'm putting my money in something that hasn't failed yet. I'm putting my money in something that's 100% reliable and that's Litecoin for me. So if a girl has a history of cheating, okay, I'm not going to feel very safe at home when I'm, when I'm traveling away. But if she has a record of never cheating, I'll travel all the time and trust that that girl will stay faithful to me and Litecoin is my girl. <laughs> and he said, anybody can say, look, if I can see what's going on with this financial world with these slanted eyes, you white people need to freaking open up your eyes. I never thought I would live in a world where I look at a whole bunch of white people and say, open your eyes. This is that moment. <laughs> open your eyes if you're not in Bitcoin and Litecoin and see the world. Look, I see the world one quarter of what you see right now. I only see a quarter of you, but I can see Bitcoin and Litecoin. Way better than that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what I wanted to explain with Litecoin is let me tell you a story that's going to make this crystal clear. The first automobile ever made was a Ford. Then a few years later, I actually came like Chevy and Buick and a couple of others. The value of a Chevy when it initially launched was half the price of a Ford. 
Actually, it, ironically enough, it was a quarter of, of the price of a Ford. The Ford ran the market. Everyone had Fords. Within six years after launching, Chevy was charging twice what Ford was because they built a better car and they had more options and they advanced on the technology of the automobile. People ask me why my largest holding is in Litecoin because humans are cyclical. We, we, we invest in things that work. Right now, the amount of investment, because right now, these larger corporations are only looking at Bitcoin. They may have heard of Litecoin. Yeah, you know, that's the test net for Bitcoin. Now, 90% of the engineers hired by Chevy worked at Ford. Charlie Lee originally was a just lived, eaten, breathed Bitcoin. Charlie Lee created the next Chevy. And when it happens, you're going to see Litecoin jump up like you have never seen anything jump up before because litecoin is structurally so much like the bitcoin but it is like our good friend mr big square says litecoin's a right coin for the means of exchange <laughs> and you know before I, before I go back to my seat, I will say this. I've never, since I've been in crypto, ever told people this is it, right? Because, I mean, I was wrong so many times, right? But um, I can't tell you what's going on right now, but I can look at you right in the eyes right now and say this right now, right now is the time. If you have money, this is the time to buy Litecoin, and you'll find out why later. But I'm telling you with all of my heart, no pumping, no shilling, no marketing. This right now is the most important time to buy Litecoin. And you will find out why by the end of, before the end of this year. And I'll say that now. Brother, thank you for coming out, man. Thank you. John Kim, everybody. All right. Hey, thank you so much, John. It's, it's, that's something else about this community is we've all got our favorite coin. We've all got our favorite project. Like I, huge Litecoin fan, always been. I love the Tibby project. You guys all know that. And I think if you watch my videos on why I love the Divi project, it's because of the community. It's because of the leadership. I look at the Divi project like this. Litecoin is my silver. And Divi is my shares of Tesla. There's a difference between a currency and then an investment in an idea for advancing technology. I catch hell all the time. Oh, I thought you loved Litecoin. I do, and I always will. Nothing's better for a currency than Litecoin. But if you want to get invested into a project, and I'm not just putting, let's leave the Dewey project out of it. An investment is you think 
that the team or the corporation is moving in the right direction that's going to add value over the next years. That's an investment. That's what the Divi project is. And not even with just Divi, like the Ethereum Alliance. That's huge. You know how many major corporations have partnered with the Ethereum Alliance? Good Lord, you can't even count them all. Do you think the blockchain's going away? You think Ethereum's going away? You think the Bitcoin's going away? No, it's the only system that's truthful. Why are we all here? We're all here because we know the truth. That we are surrounded by lies and we hear the echo of the truth. The echo of the truth is blockchain. The echo of the truth is Litecoin. The echo of the truth is Bitcoin. The echo of the truth is freedom. And at the root of every single person's freedom is the freedom to hold their labor value in whatever entity they see fit. I don't. Now, they, yeah, applause for that. I don't care if you hold your labor value in beanie babies or or freaking baseball cards or or silver or gold or cryptos or or whatever. I will argue till the day I die that you have the freedom to do that. Now, Beanie Babies, will you have the liquidity in the market to sell them? <laughs> I don't know. It's but at the, at the root of all of this is freedom. We have to have the freedom or we are currency slaves. That's why that's, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, Red Shield. Uh, Rothschild, thank you. That's why Rothschild said, I care not who makes the laws as long as I control the currency. That's it. When you hold and control the entity that holds the majority of the community's labor value, they are your slaves. And the governments have just jumped right on that boat. They're like, well, we, we may not be the slave masters, but we don't mind driving the slave ship with regulation. And we think the economy should do this, turn left, with regulation. Regulation is, what's the difference between a regulation and a law? Anyone know? In reality, nothing. They each have a penalty that's backed by law. The only thing is, is that this corrupt American government has created a bureaucracy with unelected officials that can create regulation with the enforcement power of law. We're slaves to people we've never even heard of. We're slaves to unelected bureaucrats. 
we're slaves to an ideology that that thinks that legislation can fix everything. No. You know what can? Freedom. Have you ever tried to tell your kids to do something that's good for them? How often do they listen? Yeah, whatever, old man. You don't know what you're talking about. Then when they hit about 30, they walk over and go, shit, you were right. They've gotta have the freedom to fuck up. And you gotta let them fuck up. It's hard. It's hard watching a good friend fuck up. But you gotta love them enough to understand they need that fuck up. Hashtag fact. Yeah, hashtag fact. You, you gotta let them fuck up, man. Love, love the person, hate the fuck up. In biblical terms, love the sinner, hate the sin. I love everyone here so much that I don't give a shit what you do. That's how much I love you. Now, if you ask advice, I will give you every reason why I have my opinion. I'll give you life lessons. I'll give you these nice little things my grandfather used to tell me. But will they work for your life? I don't know. You judge. Not my place. I'll give you advice all day long. But the choice is yours. And it should be. Because then if you succeed or if you fail, you did it. When you live in a free society, blame is a mirror. Where if you drink a lot of alcohol and it leads to you losing your family, your wife, or whatever, Blame's a damn good mirror because it was you. It wasn't a bartender. It wasn't that damn wife that always nagged you about drinking. It was you. And responsibility is necessary. You've got to take responsibility. And that's what crypto people do. <coughs> How many people here have lost cryptos? You sent it to a bad wallet. You, did, you fucked up something. I have. You won't do that again. But you learned from it. Now, in today's society, People have shifted that responsibility to an entity, to a bank, to a financial advisor, a husband, a wife, where you can point at and go, your fault. You did it. You need to help me. Are you learning anything when there's someone else you can blame? No, you're just learning how to blame somebody. The most freeing thing in life was the advice and the question I asked my son. I remember it was me, my wife laying in bed, and my son had screwed up on something. And I asked him, I said, boy, don't you want to reach a point where you 
can look me in the eyes and tell me, fuck you, dad. And he, he's like, I don't want to ever tell you, fuck you, dad. And I'm like, no, 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 I want you to. I want my children so independent that they can look at me and tell me to fuck off. Dad, I love you, but fuck off. Not your business. I love that sound. That means that my children are so independent that they don't need my wallet. That is freedom. Some of us in the future will be very wealthy individuals. And you're going to reach a point at your job or at your career. And we've all heard this term. It's called, you now have fuck you money. Where you can walk into your boss smile, say thank you for every opportunity you ever gave me, and fuck you. I quit. That is when you have made the right choices where for the rest of your life, you don't need a paycheck. You have residual income off of projects you've invested in or you have made investments in currencies that have made you rich. Everyone gives Charlie Lee shit for selling his Litecoin, but we all want to be him. <laughs> That's what made me laugh with all these people like, oh, Charlie Lee just sold all this. You're fucking a right. I wish I could sell all, all of my cryptos and never have to work again. We would all do it. In fact, we're in Vegas. There's a lot of people here that wish they were rich. And there's a lot of people that lose it all trying to get there. I feel bad for those people. That's why I don't gamble. That's why I'm in cryptos. Because it's not a gamble. It's common sense. Cryptocurrencies are the next advancement in the exchange of value amongst humans. And it is a socialist dream. It's a communist's dream and a libertarian's dream all at once. You know why? Because number one, everyone who owns Litecoin values and, and inherits the value of the growing community of Litecoin. That is the definition of what Karl Marx wanted in the Communist Manifesto. That a society injecting labor into one entity where the society grows collectively. What is Bitcoin? An injection of labor into an entity where the collective of the society grows in value. There you go, commies. You should love Bitcoin. Now, let's go libertarian. Maybe you don't like Bitcoin, but you love you some Divi. Then buy Divi. It's your choice. Freedom. Pretty soon, 
They'll have a wallet linked with an actual debit card that your master node, what you earn with your master node, you can go shopping with it. Walmart, you can go to Target. How do you buy Litecoin with it inside their wallet? That's what I'm waiting for. I'm going to print me some Litecoin. It's, it's this advancement in technology and yet the balance of freedom that has every one of us here. I don't think any of us would show up if, if I hopped on and said, oh, by the way, if you show up at this event, there's going to be a bunch of cops that are going to handcuff you and take you to jail and you're going to lose your freedom. <laughs> Tell you, I wouldn't be here. No. You know what I said? Hey, guys, show up in Vegas. We're going to talk about cryptos. We're going to talk about freedom. We, we, are, we are going to talk about individual sovereignty. And everyone else here is going to agree with you on your freedom. Not on your choices. I look out at everyone here and I guarantee we all value something different. I've watched your show. Your, your values are not the same as his. His values are not the same as yours. Who's right? You both are. You are perfectly you. And this world should reflect that and respect that. That as long as you do not infringe on him, we're good. You infringe on him, the rest of us don't like you anymore. That's a free society. That is freedom. That is at the root of love. There's not a slave out there that loves their captain or their their slave owner. They may do what they want, but they don't love them. If you love somebody and you truly love somebody, you love them for what they naturally do. Not for what you want them to do or how you think they should act. You love them for what they do naturally. My wife naturally keeps a clean house. And if I fuck it up, she naturally makes me clean it. I love that about her. It's why we work. Because my wife, she doesn't let me be me. She loves me for me. That's love. Love everybody so much that you let them be them. I have actually going for an hour and hour of rambling. Surprise, you'll be going dead rambling on. And actually, Litecoin Lisa's going to go live on her show. And uh, and she, she's got some cool, some really cool things over there. Well, I'm actually going to wrap this up, smoke a cigarette, drink some more, walk around and talk to people. And uh, everyone, have a great day. Please retweet this, send this out. And for those of... Uh, of you on platforms where this wasn't live, 
I will be uploading this on Amazon Prime, Roku, and Flix. So should be up here in a little while. Love you guys. Thank you for watching. Everybody enjoy yourselves. Uh, yes, I, uh, YouTube has found it appropriate that I no longer have a show on YouTube. But that's okay. That's their freedom. And I'm also free to say fuck you, YouTube. You just lost the sexiest show you had. You know how many, how many women watch my show just to see this? You want to lose money, lose money. Women shop. Love you guys. Everybody have a great day. And I will see you guys Monday. Bye-bye.